Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from today, there is an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Good morning. How are you? Top of the morning, dude. How are you? I know you hate the cold. Wait till next week. Oh, my God. Like, we're looking at single digits with negative numbers in front of them? We are. Yep. Wow. And that uh, Kansas City game Ooh. could be one of the coldest ever. Are you buying the Peacock? Are, are you going to go with the Peacock? Or are you, are you just going to watch it on your, on your description, on your, on your handheld uh, electronic device? I'm not paying to watch a game. I'm not either. And it's the one damn game that I really wanted to watch. Yep. I'm irritated by it. I'll be okay. I will find a way. You know what? To get through it. Yeah, and and good for you because that's my attitude as well. Yeah. I I really it's kind of like okay. Now if I can't watch the highlights, I can't read about it. Well, that's a different thing, right? And that's my point exactly. Sure. Yeah. We'll we'll all survive. Yes. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. The Paytons, Sean and George met the media yesterday. Hot topic, of course, Russell Wilson. Is he done in Denver? Did the Broncos threaten to bench him if he didn't agree to move his injury clause in his contract? And how are they going to build a team if they have to eat all of that dead cat money? To me, those were the most important things that I think the media tried to get out of that press conference. With that, Sean went first, said, had a 30-minute conversation with Wilson, and the Broncos will let him know their plans sooner than later. Then George said this. The door remains open with Russ. I've had good conversations with Russ. Sean's had good conversations. The door is open. And uh, so we'll just kind of get through the process. Uh, we'll visit as, as, you know, with the coaching staff, scouting staff. We'll visit with Russ and his people, and, and we'll go from there. The door is open? The door is open, really. The door is open. No, come on now. As Pete Townsend famously wrote, "Let my love open the door." Let my maybe it it maybe it needs a little love, right? Mm-hmm. To to open the door. Uh, that may have been the most. I'm not going to say silly or ridiculous, but the most the hardest to believe portion of. A very well-orchestrated press conference by the Broncos. What do you mean by well-orchestrated? Uh, everybody, you and I were both there. They were all on the same page. They had been. They were well-prepared. They knew what was coming. They had... Well, of course they did. They had their... We know this PR staff, yep. and they do a brilliant job mm-hmm. of prepping. It's not always the case. They do a really good job of prepping the witnesses. Right. They, and, they were, and they were very good. I thought that uh, Greg Penner was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I like Greg Penner more and more every time I, I, I get to hear him. Now, I get to hear him at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and the end of the season, and never the twain shall meet. Um, now, I thought, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 to think of that Russ could possibly be back 
is to me kind of silly and and under what circumstances I, I can't I can't imagine that Russ and his team has said their piece we could have we could have litigation still involved with the way that that was handled uh, for goodness sakes so that seems a little that seems a little silly to me but uh, you know but everybody had their message when I was driving in the press conference I'm thinking there's no way they're going to leave the door open to Wilson coming back publicly, okay? And then I heard it, and I wasn't about to laugh out loud, but I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then I drove home and thought about it, and I think there's about a 30% chance he comes back. Well, here's, and we've had this conversation. I'll give you my reason why in a second, but go ahead. We've had this conversation, and it's worth kind of just going back over again. Both of us wondered why Russ was even practicing, let alone suiting up as the backup quarterback for the last two games. It made no sense. So I guess if you are really reaching for something here, you could point to that and say, well, see, maybe maybe Russ would come back. My, my question would be very simple at this point. What do you gain from Russ coming back. You've played your cards. He has responded to the cards being played. What do you gain in this scenario? I was listening to a radio sports talk show on my way back from the press conference. And somebody was asked the question, what do you think the chances are of him coming back? And the person said 90-10. 90 that he doesn't, 10% oh, right. that Good. he does. Good, yeah. And the more that I thought about it... Mm-hmm. Maybe these are the voices in my head that my medication is not knocked out yet. <laughs> I think there's a 30% chance he comes back. I think it is absolutely higher than 10. I might even go higher than 30. It's not out of the realm. Would you like to know my reason why? Sure, of I'm, course. You know, it's one of those things I'm not just going to put that out there. Right. And then just walk away from it. No, you're not. There's a reason why I think. You're damn right. What I've learned in business is never, ever make a decision where emotions are involved, ever. If you're going to make a business decision, and Russell Wilson is a major business decision, and I'm not suggesting he is coming back. I've already said, I think there's a better than average chance he doesn't. Right. Sean Payton is a fiery guy. I'm not going to suggest he's an emotional guy, but he's a fiery guy. He's fiery. Okay. I think that's the best word to describe him. I think throughout the season, week to week, putting together game plans, being frustrated with Russ, with the way he runs practice, I've been told in practices, there are times he doesn't even call out the Mike linebacker, which would infuriate any head coach. Kind of QB 101, isn't it? It is. And then Sean isn't running the plays the way Russell isn't running the plays the way he wants Russell to do it, if I said that correctly. Let me just get right to the point. Now that the season is over and the temperature is down and there is a chance to rehash the season, I think George, I don't think he would have done it during the season, Mm -hmm. but now that the season is over, I don't know if this conversation happened. I'm not going to guess if this conversation happened. I'm hoping this conversation happened. The conversation would go something like this. Listen, 
and this is George talking to Sean, if you don't want Russell around next year, that's fine. It's really your decision. You're the head coach. Okay? But I want you to really look at everything that is involved here. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to eat $85 million. Right. And you're not going to really have much of a team over the next two years. We are going to be digging out of this for years and years and years. And you know what's going to happen, Sean? It might cost both of us our jobs. Could be. Because we are yeah. going to not, we are not going to be a very good football team. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a tight end. We don't have draft picks this year. You got to go all the way down the line. And I know that Russell doesn't please you the way you would like a quarterback. But he certainly does have talent. Mm, without okay. question. Maybe he doesn't have the fast processor that you want. But do we really want to destroy the cap on this team for years to come? Or would you like to take a deep breath and find a way, because you're a very creative guy and a very bright guy, and I'm saying all those things because I believe it's true too, Uh to find a way to work with him in the offseason to maybe speed up that processor? That is a very sensible approach. As long because it is because during the season, you're going week to week. You play a game, you, you look at the game on tape, then you move on to the next game. You, you don't have time to really sit back and reflect and make pragmatic decisions week after week after week. With that, now that the season is over, you got to look at the big picture here. Sean Payton and George Payton are slitting their own throats by getting rid of Russell Wilson. You don't have a better option. No. You're probably not going to get the quarterback that you want in the draft. No. And you're going to be in salary cap hell. You are going to wreck the entire house by getting rid of him. Can you find a way to work with him? Can you find a way to be patient and teach him what you need to teach him? This is... And that's why I think there was a 30-minute conversation between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson is Sean, this time being calm, lighting the candles, no lattes, decaf coffee, having a conversation with Russ, really feeling it out. Now that I'm calm, can I really work work with this guy? Is Russell Wilson teachable? I think that we talked about this, what was yesterday, Tuesday? Maybe it was Monday. And I think that I brought up the question because it's been bothering me. The timing of this, not the parting of the ways, the manner in which the ways appear to be parting bothers me, obviously, but the timing of it is the most suspect thing. And to your point, I I believe my comment was, couldn't you have gotten through another year? Couldn't you have, I think I said it on this radio station, couldn't you have gotten through another year with this situation? Now is the time to think about it and have those conversations during the season Mm -hmm. when emotions are high, trying to win games. It's not a good time to be making business decisions, specifically on your quarterback, during the season, especially, my opinion, where Sean isn't a big fan of Russell personally or professionally. Do I want to, if I am Sean Payton, deal with the mindless drivel of Mr. Positivity about everything? Because he's unlimited 
when it comes to he's so positive all the time. Can we be real here for a minute? Now that the season is over, let's take the temperature down and really think. Is Russell Wilson a guy who can be coached? Well, the question becomes now is who has the leverage on this thing? And you can argue about, well, the team has the leverage because he is under contract. Okay, I would listen to that. But you've kind of pulled a plank out from underneath yourself here with the way that this thing played out publicly. And frankly, you score one for Russ. If we're keeping a scoreboard, his reaction to uh, things publicly, I I think, gave him the leverage in this situation. And what was the Broncos' reaction to what Russ said? That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us on MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman a week from today. There is an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you own a truck, if you own a 4 by 4 there's one spot in town that you absolutely need to go to. There are a lot of places like this in town, but nobody does it all. You want to talk about one-stop shopping. If you want to have the coolest truck, the coolest 4 by 4 in town, Go to High Country Performance 4x4. They carry the top stuff out there and what they can do for you because I met a lot of their mechanics. I met a lot of their designers and I was blown away at what they can do. They can turn your ride into something that is trail ready, that looks unbelievable. They have a great retail store as well. So if you're a DIYer, you're going to be able to pick from the best stuff out there. High Country Performance 4x4, go to hcp4x4.com, hcp4x4.com. That's The X stands for buy, by the way. Just thought you might want to know. Thank you. You can find them in Englewood. They have been building cool stuff since 1980. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool shit since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. After we learn there's still a chance, Wilson might be coming back. Mike Kliss let off the press conference with George Payton and said, hey, what happened? Did the Broncos threaten Wilson's job? 
if he didn't move the injury clause in his contract. During the bye week, I did reach out to, to Russ's agent in a good faith and, and creative attempt uh, to adjust his contract. Uh, we couldn't get a deal done. Uh, we moved on uh, with our season. It, it, didn't, it didn't come up again. Fast forward week 17, Sean makes a change at the quarterback position. Uh, this was a football decision made by Sean, what he thought was in the best interest of the team. This was completely independent of any conversations I had uh, with the agent. Again, it was a football decision uh, made by Sean. Uh, in regards to ne negotiations, you know, I'll just keep the specifics private um, out of respect for, for really everyone involved. Uh, negotiations are hard. You have difficult uh, conversations, tough conversations, and, uh, and you can characterize a negotiation really any way you want. And we always try to handle ourselves professionally and uh, in the best interest of the Broncos, and, and this was no different. Yeah, and that was reiterated uh, on numerous occasions from that point forward by George himself and by his boss, uh, frankly, after that. Um, characterizations are really key here, right? I mean, we heard uh, how the, the Wilson camp characterized conversations, we didn't get any specifics from George Payton, who did a, a, a nice job deflecting uh, on that. And it's not, we don't have to be privy to every little morsel about how these conversations unfold. Yes, we do. Ah. Actually, no, no, actually, actually, actually we do. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you have a right to ask Wilson mm -hmm. to move the injury clause. Right. Wilson has a right to say no. You are not allowed to threaten somebody's job. No, you're not. So, yes, we are privy to knowing whether that's what the Broncos did. I would respectfully disagree. Here's the key line. We want to keep the specifics private out of respect for everyone involved. That is code for, I don't want to talk about it. You're not trying to respect everybody involved. That's why you're not saying anything. You're not saying anything because you don't want out there what was actually said. Well, here's the thing. Cliss asked the question, right? Yeah. And he didn't give an answer. That's basically what he said. We were as professional as possible. And I'm sitting there thinking, George, you didn't ask. You didn't answer the question. No, because it's not that we have a right to know, but we have a right to ask and we're going to keep asking. So about four or five questions later, I said to George, I said, I have a question about one thing having to do with the salary cap hell you're about to enter into mm -hmm. if Russell isn't part of the team. And I said, but I have a second question following up. I said, you didn't answer my, and I said this specifically, you were there. Yeah. I said, you didn't answer Mike's question. Mike's question. So what's the answer to Mike's question about, did you threaten his job? And he gave me the same answer. And then about three questions later, Jeff Legwald of ESPN he took the same question, spun it a little differently, basically saying, is Russell lying? And he kept giving the same answer over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's where we're going to be left with. Unless, unless a recording of this conversation uh, with, uh, with at least the three people involved, maybe more. I mean, let's be fair about this. The Broncos are in damage control right now. Mm -hmm. They are sandbagging at a at a pretty pretty good clip right now waiting for the flood to come right right but let's not completely excuse Russell Wilson's camp no no not at all meaning right meaning 
Russell purposely put out there, hey, this is what they did to me. Don't if you want to look at the Broncos as being snakes and the way that this was handled, I told you I already talked to multiple agents about this. And both of them said to me, stuff like this happens all the time. Sure. But one agent said, Yeah, the Broncos really kind of upped it a level a little bit. But don't think for a minute that the guys in Wilson's camp aren't just as opportunistic. Yes. And that was the case in Seattle. Yes. They are very good at spinning their spin. Russell Wilson is genuinely a very, very nice guy. No question. Who doesn't say a lot. So He's, he's non-controversial. So when he says something like this, it holds a lot more weight because he does. He never says anything like this. I'm just picking one guy. Mm-hmm. Having nothing, I'm not picking on him. I'm talking about a guy who tends to be more outspoken. If Emmanuel Sanders said something like this, what Russell Wilson said, maybe you kind of take it with a grain of salt a little bit. <laughs> because Emmanuel's the type of guy who spoke freely. Yep, I could very, be a lot of players. Right. Spoke freely, yada, yada, yada. That's not Russell's personality. No. And because he said it, people are like, wow. Well, it was such a, think about the normal message from Russ. What we hear every week, right? Thanking teammates. Week. Exactly. Talking about the entire offensive line person by person. But but it's always the same tone, isn't it? Yep. Always the same tone. So when we get something like this, which is, totally 180 degrees the other way around where he's defending himself he feels like he's he's been painted into a corner and and by god he's going to come out swinging a little bit right i mean that's what it felt like um it creates even more of a wave because it's so counterintuitive to who he normally is i am speaking to thousands and thousands of people out there listening and watching on this show Not everybody can relate to this because maybe you didn't live it, but you can relate to it in some ways. Did anybody out there have a father who was a pretty quiet guy? Didn't really speak a lot. But when he got upset, you're like, damn, I really messed up. Walk softly, big stick. Right. Yeah. And that's Russell Wilson. Yeah. Doesn't get upset about anything. But when he gets upset about something. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God. Now, if it's you have, seismic. Now, if you have a father who's completely unhinged, it's well, that's his dad being dad again. In this case, Russell doesn't say anything controversial. Right. I'll tell you what I'm wondering, and this is the cynical part of me. Remember how, because I wasn't there, I was in Scottsdale at the time when Russell talked on that Friday, a couple right. weeks ago. When I was, was sick. Yep. But I heard it all. And Russell's standing in his locker, and the narrative portrayed was it was hard to get this out of Russell, right? It was hard to get it out of him. He was standing there, and he really didn't want to talk. And then suddenly somebody broke, you know, took an ice pick to the dam, and then bang, the the water started flowing. That's not how it happened, but that's all right. No, tell me how it happened. It happened because a request was made to speak to him. It was resisted. Uh, a couple of different times then uh, who asked to speak Jeff to- Legwald. Okay. Leggy asked to speak to him. Yep. Okay. Russell knew that everybody wanted to talk to him. Again, I'm going deep. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, you're I'm, right. I'm, yeah. I'm going right. deep down a cynical hole here. I get right. it. 
he knew he was going to be asked. Yes. So maybe I'm going deep down a cynical hole here. He knew Russell knew he was going to be asked. Specifically, his handers, handlers knew he was going to be asked. If you play coy and say, no, I don't want to talk. No, I don't want to talk. That makes it even more effective. Yeah. As opposed to Russell walking out, standing in the middle of the locker room saying, guys, I got t- something to tell you. You're right. Let me ask you a question. Make sense? It does make some yeah. sense. Um, I thought and the Russ is open to returning, which, by the way, is a quote from George Payton. Russ is open to returning. I'll ask you, under what circumstances would he be open to returning? I think he wants to return. He I, wants to return. I'll tell you why. I don't, think, right. I don't think he wants to start all over again. Yeah. And I also believe he knows that Sean Payton is a very good coach. He wanted Sean Payton to be his head coach. He was this hand-picked guy, wasn't he? That's right. Right. I don't think he wants to go to another organization. I think image is very, very important to him. And if you're looking strictly at image, you really want to be ceremoniously dumped. And then this team is willing to eat all this dead cap for you. That's a bad look on it is so a, many different levels. It is a bad look. But do you think that Russ thinks it would be reflective of him or reflective of Sean? If he gets dumped? Yeah. Well, he has a big enough ego to probably think it's it's Sean. I, I, that's what I'm guessing. Correct. Right. But with that, he already knows the guys on the team. He's already comfortable yep. with the organization. No question. I don't think he wants to jump to a new franchise because then you get slapped with this tag journeyman yeah and i don't think that he wants that well i asked the question i believe yesterday under what scenario do the broncos start next season with a quarterback that's better than russell wilson a guy that you already have under guys contract. in the free agent market there's nobody better there than is him. nobody right. period nobody there there is no one that you that anyone out there can bring a scenario to the two of us that would say that would be realistic that would say to me, we have a better chance to win because quarterback X is starting the season instead of Russell if Wilson. If Sean Payton did not want Russell Wilson, no, I, let me rephrase this. It's not that he wants him back. If Sean Payton was not slightly open to the idea of Russell Wilson coming back, he never would have spent 30 minutes of his time sitting in a room with yeah, him. Yeah, you're right. Having a conversation. That is not something I I don't believe Sean would do. I don't think it was a recap of the year. No. I think it was, listen. And, and, Where are we now? Well, as you and I talked about right. in the break, this was not a dialogue, I don't think. I think this was Sean talking at Russell more than to Russell, saying if this is going to work, these are my frustrations. This is what you need to fix. I have a proven track record. We need to get your processor faster. We need to put you in a position where you read defenses better. All of those things. If you are going to work with me, and I mean work with me, I might be willing to work with you. But I'm the one making the final decision here. And I think how he came out of that conversation, Sean did, and then probably processed it because I believe that he did process it. During the season, I think he's quick. Yeah. Meaning quick with his decision-making, yeah. quick with his temper. Oh, I think all he's proven that. I think he's proven that. I, I think that's very, that's insightful. We will look at all scenarios and do what's best for the Broncos 
Nothing on Russ. We haven't, nothing has been decided. There were no good vibes. The only thing keeping Russell Wilson here potentially is knowing that that cap number might potentially sink this organization. If Russell Wilson had a contract of $10 million, there would have been no 30-minute conversation with Sean Payton. But I now believe, not now believe, but I believe Sean Payton, after having conversations with Richard Toto, the cap guy, yeah. with George Payton, with you know maybe Damani Leach and certainly Greg Penner, now that the temperature is down because the season is over, I think Sean is looking at it now through conversations. I might be slitting my own throat here if we get rid of Russell Wilson. I might need to find a way to work with him because if I can't, the next couple of years could be miserable as we have so many things that we are looking for. We're not going to be able to bring in free agents, and currently we have six draft picks. Do you feel like you're close? If you're Sean Payton, you're eight and nine, and 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 I think that you bring up a very realistic scenario. Well, tell me why after the break. All right. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Auction for construction and contracting equipment a week from today, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Let's just get all of our cards on the table as it relates to the potential of the path back. You've already quoted the chances of being 30%, maybe better than 30%. It's a, it's I, I don't think that you're I don't think that you're off the rail on and, this. And by the way, I don't have inside information no, about I, no, this. No, we get that. It yeah. is it is my gut feeling that now that the temperature is down because the season is over, that I think Sean will look at this more pragmatically after George has talked to him and Penner has talked to him and Hurtado has talked to him and said, listen, I know you don't want Russell back, but this is what it is going to look like Mm -hmm. if for some reason Russell does not come back and it's not going to look good. Don't you think that the that the signs were there? And we've talked about him for the last two weeks. Why is the guy practicing? Why is he suiting up? 
There's a $37 million injury clause at the center of all of this tumult. And the guy is still in uniform. Sometimes being cynical, from my perspective, cannot be a, isn't necessarily a positive thing. But it also, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it gives me ideas of, well, I think this is possible. Why do I think he dressed? Because if indeed this does go to litigation through the NFLPA. Ah, okay. Right? Yeah. I hear where you're going. They have this. plausible deniability. Yes, hey, do. listen, we dressed him. Yeah. We didn't tell him to stay at home. And that would all be true because we, those are questions that would be asked. We wanted him to still be part of the yeah. team. But what we wanted was, was a spark. And that's what Sean put out there publicly. A spark. They were covering their ass on different ways the NFLPA could come after the Broncos. He dressed, he practiced, we wanted a spark, the playoffs were over, we wanted to see what we had. All of those are plausible. All of those reasons are plausible. Do you believe... Not necessarily factual, but plausible. Do you believe George Payton when he says that, okay, we did reach out to the agent, Sean was working on football, getting ready for Buffalo. The decision for him to bench Russ later in the season, week 17, was completely independent, completely independent from the conversations that they had had during the bye week. Do I believe that? Yes. Do you believe that? No, not at all. I don't either. By the way, I want you to hear what George Payton did say when I asked him about the potential salary cap hell. Mm Mm-hmm they would likely face if Russ is let go. Obviously, any dead money, you know, obviously this, whatever, if this would be extreme. We, we've prepared for any scenario, you know, with Rich Hurtado, who, who runs our cap, and, and uh, we'll have flexibility either way to do what we need to do. We're not going to be on the first wave of free agency like we were last year. You can't do that every year. We'll be very strategic, very specific on, on what positions, what players, uh, you know, uh, we try to sign, and then obviously we got to hit on the draft. We're picking high, and uh, we have six picks. Uh, you know, we could we could have more. You know, we like picks, and uh, and we'll go from there. Basically, what he is saying is, it's like you would say to your family if you lost your job. Uh, I know we enjoy watching shows on HBO. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to cut that out. Yeah, we won't have Peacock this week. Right. <laughs> We will not be doing steak once a week. It's going to be more like macaroni and cheese. We're going to have to tighten our belts and be very smart with how we spend our money. But our mac and cheese with you is an art form, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yes. It is if you make it the right way. But the problem is those ingredients aren't cheap. Like cheese is not cheap. No. Okay. So I'm talking about mac and cheese out of a box. I feel you. I'm not talking about making a bachamel. You're talking about <laughs> you're talking about the old craft, craft right. in a box. Right. I mean, macaroni and cheese really isn't that overly expensive, no. but you know, it costs more than like about a, two bucks for a box. Mac and cheese and hamburger helpers. How I got through college. I think the helper does just fine all by itself. It's so. not bad. You can do some things with a hamburger helper. You can. Yeah. That's I have a story about that, bad. but we won't have time for. Okay. It. Well, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. You know, I I find it, it, it's interesting. We got some nuggets yesterday that I did think were interesting beyond all of this. And, And I think that you've laid it out well. 
about where we are on things. And it makes the next few weeks interesting, doesn't it? I mean, it's going to be interesting anyway. But the Broncos are a 365-day-of-the-year news cycle. Yep. And it is going to be all hands on deck, uh, watching and listening for any morsel that comes out on this whole thing. The last two years, the news coming out on the Broncos was this. They have an offensive-minded head coach. Now, we have Russell Wilson! <laughs> so yep. it Never was, gets old. It was good stuff. It was positive yeah, stuff. right. What's possible? That was the news cycle. You hire Sean Payton. What's possible? This upcoming offseason is what the hell are we going to do? Mm. So it's still going to be in the news cycle all three years, all three offseasons are interesting in their own way. Unfortunately, the last two offseasons, there was an air of what is possible. This year it is, oh, my God, what is going to happen? Eric, is whatever is possible easier to realize with or without Russell Wilson? It's easy. In my opinion, it's easier. It's easier to, to, to imagine it with, with Russell Wilson. It, it, I mean, it is Jimmy Garoppolo, Come on. Jameis Winston, Come on. maybe Ryan Tannehill, Sam Darnold. There's there's some intriguing talents <laughs> there. There are. There's nothing intriguing about guys that I've seen. I don't think Rich right. Gannon is, is coming out of the locker room anytime soon, meaning an older player who resurrected his career. Yeah, no kidding. I really don't see that. And then what are you going to do about free agency? And who are you going to cut? Who are you going to restructure? Who are you going to draft? I think the Broncos are caught in no man's land when it comes to drafting a quarterback. The top three guys are going to be gone. Broncos sitting at 12. I don't think they're going to trade up. I don't think they have the capital to do it. No. They certainly, I don't, I don't believe, want Justin Fields, so they wind up trading back for the sake of argument. Maybe the guy they want isn't even there. I'm with you on that. At that point. I think so. so moving they, back is the most likely scenario. You know what? It, 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 I'll use this sport because it is your sport at the moment. Right now, the Broncos are playing pickleball, and they are not standing at the line where you can be closest to the net, and they're not standing at the baseline. They are right in the middle. No man's land, baby. And, and that's where you don't want to be in the draft looking for a quarterback. Uh, you've listened well, my friend. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? We'll talk about these notable players and coaches returning to face their old team on Wild Card Weekend, and the Titans are moving on from Mike Vrabel. Was it the right move? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. This will be the day that I die. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed 
At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, a week from today, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, guys, just in case you missed it, there will be some notable returns back home in NFL's wildcard round as Matthew Stafford will be playing back in Detroit for the first time, and Tyreek Hill returns to the to Kansas City for the first time as well, and then Mike McCarthy will be facing his former team in the Packers. It really is reunion wildcard weekend. Uh, out of Stafford, Hill, and McCarthy, which has the best chance to win in their revenge game? Oh, I think Tyreek Hill and Miami have a pretty good chance in Kansas City, and I think it's the most potentially volatile uh, matchup as well. Tyreek Hill, I think, didn't leave Kansas City in the best of graces with Kansas City Chiefs fans who have a reputation of being pretty vocal. So I think it I think it has the potential, uh, along with the fact that this is a win-or-go-home game, to be pretty damned interesting. I don't know what to expect out of the Chiefs anymore. You know, they've kind of lost my confidence where you never pick against Patrick Mahomes. Right. It's going to be freezing cold. How is it going to be catching that ball, Tyreek Hill? It's going to feel like a brick. And I would say that to Travis Kelsey as well. However, Sam Laporta not playing for the Lions Mm -hmm. is a huge deal for Detroit. People forget. Everyone's talking about, um, you know, Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. Who's the quarterback on the other side that Sean McVay unceremoniously dumped? Jared Goff. Yeah, isn't that part of the equation, too, here? Both guys are going to be fired up to play in this game. Well, and it's a playoff game. I will go with the team. I will go with the coach that has the experience in this. Wow. I I would pick the Rams to beat Detroit, even though I would love to see Detroit go far. Interesting. Not having Sam Laporte is a big deal. I mean, not having... Listen, I know... He's not their best receiver. I get that. He is in the red zone. He is in the red zone, but... Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown? He's unbelievable. That yeah. dude is otherworldly. Yeah, and it's not in the Pro Bowl? What's wrong with that picture? No, no. He is fantastic. Wow. But not having Laporte is a big deal. All right, just in case you missed it, the Titans have fired head coach Mike Vrabel, who led Tennessee to four consecutive winning seasons after arriving in 2018. But the Titans have had... a. Uh, Back-to-back frustrating seasons, going 13-31 and 31 in the last two seasons. He's expected to be a Tier 1 candidate for other head coaching jobs. Was it the right move for the Titans to pull the plug on Vrabel? Yeah, I mean, it, and I think it's a good time for Mike Vrabel to be available, especially when you've got this uncertainty in New England, which by all accounts is where he wants to go back to and where ownership in New England wants to have him come back to them. So to me, it looks like pretty good timing. The question is when they pull the plug on Bill Belichick and how they do it. When they trade him. 
Right. And, Which is makes the most sense. And for Tennessee, they had an opportunity to trade Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. They chose not to. Right. Mike Vrabel's a great coach. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe they fired him. I agree. It's hard to believe that a guy like him. Right. Got, I mean, generally speaking, you don't fire a coach that everyone's going to line up to get. Yeah. There's a reason. I mean, three playoffs in six years, and, and he's nothing but a winner. I mean. Right. But. The road ends in places, and I, I thought it was a little early, but the road obviously ended in Nashville. Right. Move on. Okay, that was a Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your entire kitchen, they can do that for you, too. They certainly have the sales staff to do it. They are not uh, employees in the sense of that this is their job. Mm-hmm. They're career people. This right. is what they love to do. Those are the type of people you want to work with. Mountain Eye Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, all of us at the media press conference yesterday were surprised, almost stunned to learn that there is still the possibility of Russell Wilson coming back. Do you think that the Broncos are pulling our chain, or do you think there's actually a possibility Russell Wilson will come back? That's next. But somehow I can't be. Anything should happen. I know where I belong, and nothing's gonna happen. 